and welcome to Facing a Pandemic, The Forgotten Art, with me, Verity Wishart. During these episodes, I get to speak to a variety of guests within the arts industry about the challenges the pandemic has brought them, and we delve into what the last year has taught them and how they're feeling moving forward. Now, I'm really excited to introduce this week's guest, professional dancer, fitness model, content creator, personal trainer, and founder of Daily Bailey, of course, it's Miss Rhiannon Bailey. As you can probably tell, Rhiannon is the queen of balancing lots of different projects at once. Her drive and motivation is just limitless, but we also spoke about the importance of taking the pressure off ourselves, as well as how important it's been for all of us to find a focus during these uncertain times. So here is the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, so first of all, we're going to forget the pandemic completely for a minute because it probably does, does us good um, and just talk a bit about your background. So your journey in terms of where you began, where you are today, you know, what did you want to do when you were younger and how's that sort of progressed to now? So literally for the whole of my life from when I was, you know, three, probably that kind of age, you know, shove a two, two, one, prance around the stage. But around about when I was probably 11 was when I probably started to see it more seriously and like actually liking it more as like a profession rather than just a hobby. So competitions were a big, big thing. Um, Juggling that school and that dance life was always a bit of a struggle, um, but so amazing, loved it. Then from there, I went on to training at Bird. And then from there, I have actually pushed more towards the fitness side um, while still keeping the dance and the singing and the acting, that kind of world, but also concentrating on that side hobby, which is, you know, a side job, side hustle, which is actually another big, big passion of mine. So I think it's from when I had injuries, you know, everyone suffers from injuries as a dancer. It's quite a normal thing. Um, But knowing how to get through that in the healthiest way possible, not the quickest way possible, is something that I learned. And I learned through making many mistakes by obviously pushing through it, ending up having an operation, ending up having to have a second operation. And that second operation was my big learning curve to go, Rhiannon, don't be stupid, all right? Your body is so important to you. Health is so important and rehab is so important. So from that, I think that's when I started to really understand the power of fitness and the power of really just looking after your body for longevity. So fitness and the dance side definitely have that merge Um, and it's amazing to be able to do both and have that equal passion and always have that kind of feeling of no matter what's happening in your life, you can always be doing something that you really love because dancing and that world is something you can't control. But the fitness side is something that I can control. So it just keeps me positive. It keeps me going. I think it's easy in the dance world to, number one, for people not to realise that you are an athlete as a dancer and you have to look after your body. I think there's very much this like training mentality that you just push and push and push, especially with injuries as well. There's a little bit of a stigma around it. Like, you know, you're weak if you sit out or you need to take time off. And this is just completely wrong. So I think it is really important, like you say, to push that. Actually, it's about looking after your body as you would an athlete when you're dancing equally. Um, But so the pandemic, I was going to say, actually, 
obviously with the pandemic, arts industry opportunities are very minimal at the moment. So how has it helped having your side? Well, what maybe was your side hustle now is probably your main sort of focus. How has that helped throughout this time to have that? So it's come through um, when everyone started doing live workouts. Everyone was doing them and I wasn't at the time. And I was kind of like, should I, should I not? I didn't know. And then I just thought, you know what, let's just try it out and see how it goes. So I started doing them. And even though I was doing it for obviously other people to give them a motivation for their day to get up, get moving, it really, really helped me just to have a purpose to get up in the morning and know that I had to be somewhere 8am was really nice. And I missed having that because you're always rushing around as like, you know, when you're juggling so many things at once. So it was so nice for me just to have, I know that I need to be here at 8am. And even though I couldn't see them, you do, I know it sounds really weird, but you do have that energy about you. And I think also as a performer, as a dancer, like you're used to like standing on a stage and commanding everyone, kind of giving off that kind of vibe. And I think you just bounce off it so much. So that really helped me. And then from that, that was during the whole of the first lockdown. And then after that, I decided, oh, I could actually make this even better. If I invest a bit more time and money into creating a platform and be able to now, which I've just done, have a nutritionist on board. And it's not just about fitness, it's also about what you eat and all that kind of stuff. And also I'm trying to get into more of the mindfulness area as well. So they all combine, but it's, I'm learning so much as well. And I think everything I'm learning now is going to really, really help me as a person, as a performer, as whoever I'm going to be in the long term, because it's all about mental strength. It's not just about fitness, but fitness for me is where it all starts off from. It's my foundation. And as you say, there's so many elements that come together attributing to physical and mental health. And also you've created a community for people, which is so important, especially during this time. You know, we're all feeling a bit lonely within our four walls. So having a platform where, you know, you bring people together and everyone gets something out of it is really powerful, I think. Definitely. And it's just crazy how you can do that over social media. I know social media has such a stigma and such a negative spin on it, but it really does depend on how you look at it and how you use it. Absolutely. And what I wanted to ask is... In those initial stages, you know, March, April time of last year, how were you feeling when this madness all kicked off? You know, were you gutted? Obviously, things were cancelled or were you feeling quite positive about it all? I think the first lockdown was a breeze in comparison to how I'm feeling right now. The this this one has by far been the hardest. I think a lot of people have found it the hardest. It's January <laughs> and it's dark in the mornings and the weather does not help. So I feel like, yes, a lot of things have cancelled, even not necessarily always work-related, but even just having that kind of seeing friends and all that malarkey, all that's been cancelled. Everything has been so hard for so many people. And this month has been something that I have had to motivate myself more to do things rather than me just doing it automatically and having that kind of I don't know, that purpose in the mornings, it's kind of like, it does, motivation goes up and down anyway as a person, that is just very, very normal, and sometimes you do need a bit of a kickstart, but I've never let myself drop down below, because I know I have something, a purpose to be able to create something for my community, and if I can't create it for them, 
then I'm, I'm not showing off a very good example, am I? So I need to, so that kind of does tick me on by. I can't wait for life to go back to normal as everyone Yeah, does. that's what's hard at the moment, especially like you say, is that, you know, we thought we'd be out of this and we had a bit of a glimmer of hope at the end of the summer. And then we thought, oh, it won't, it won't go back to that. And now it literally feels like we're back here at square one. But I was going to ask you in that first lockdown, especially there was a bit of a pressure for people to achieve great things, like learn loads of new skills, learn a new language. How did you cope with that? That pressure did you feel that or did you are you okay sometimes to think okay actually it's okay to just relax and look after myself and not expect too much of myself in these circumstances I am the worst for that I have to hold my hands up and say that kind of self-care world is something that I am only just starting to kind of ish put into my lifestyle I mean I, always, I I try and do it I do it for a week and I feel yes I'm amazing and then the week next week I just fizzle out and I'll go oh I just don't have time for that so it is something that I'm always constantly trying to get into my routine and it's going to be a long time coming but that's just because of my get up and go kind of attitude and that I love that kind of vibe but yeah it's there is a pressure because obviously you you want to make sure that you're producing high quality content you want to make sure you don't want to do any mistakes that that kind of like perfectionist world that a lot of dancers have because you you always feel like you have to prove yourself um but then again saying that because of what I've trying to create this more into a wellness brand of Daily Bailey I am learning now how mistakes are fine you're gonna have mistakes but it's about how you get out of them you're gonna have those days that you really can't be bothered to get out of bed but it's how you deal with them so it's always actually you learn more from the negative areas or struggles than you do from always having everything laid out and perfect on a table because there's no fun in that anyway absolutely you know no one is perfect we're only human and like you say motivation is a roller coaster of course and on those days when you do feel like you're having a bit of a slump in your motivation or you feel like maybe you're putting in so much time and effort into something and nothing's quite taking off for you how do you deal with those moments those moments are the moments that are most important I've just been saying in the sense of like if you can do it on the days that you really can't be asked your mood is down and just it's raining outside if you can nail it in this January month you can nail it for the rest of the year no matter if you have a pandemic or not so this is the hardest month of all hands down so I think the main thing to do is always have a motivation to do something in that morning so if you don't even have anything on that day you don't have meetings you don't have anywhere to be just set yourself something that I don't know whether it be call up your friend and say right we're going to do a workout on zoom together at 8am at least you feel accountable for it. So it has that motivation. So I feel like if you're dipping down in that kind of like, can't be bothered kind of mentality, that is, you just got to find something, whether that be if a fitness related thing, whether it be reading, whether it be yoga, whatever it is for you getting outside, you just have to be strict on yourself. There is no easy way. There's no magical mm. pill you can take that will just lift your motivation up. But I think you just have to be strong with yourself. And I think that's the discipline that we have learned as dancers because you you have to have that discipline no matter what. So that's something I'm very grateful for. Yeah, exactly. And I think having something that's getting you out of bed in the morning is so crucial. And perhaps that's what some people are lacking at the moment. You know, nothing is happening. It's too easy to sort of wallow in self-pity and be like, this is rubbish because it is. But but finding something to get you going in the morning can really help bust that. So in an Instagram age, you know, social media, especially at the moment, is 
so central to all of our lives you know it's all we really get to see of the outside world what advice would you give to people who perhaps are thinking you know they want to get involved with fitness but maybe it's a bit of a daunting you know new world to them what advice would you give to just give them that little push you know to get involved and go for it I think some people think it's so overwhelming because they feel like they have to do everything at once so if you're coming from a background where fitness isn't part of your lifestyle you've never done that kind of uh, you haven't lived in that kind of lifestyle which is absolutely fine and it's loads of people haven't we take it for granted I think how it's just naturally in us to just get up and get moving whereas everyone also has different times of the day that they also feel like they want to move as well so mornings might not always be for you but if it's yeah if it's um taking it back sorry I went off for a ramble there taking it back to like how to start I think just doing one one thing a week and then increase that to two things a week. So whatever that thing is, whether that you find that hit is what you need or strength or yoga or re- reading or walking, whatever it is that gets your body moving, maybe reading isn't body moving, that's more mindset, but just not think about the finish line. That is when you start to go, oh, this is too much. I can't do this. I can't handle it. So yeah, just slowly and progressively and over time, you'll end, end up having that kind of routine and also change it up. You don't always have to do a hit workout for the whole week. Do a hit one time, yoga, then a strength, then a run, a walk, whatever it is. And shove on your favorite playlist and get going and you'll love it oh absolutely i think that's the great thing about lockdown is we've got so much time like now's the time for people to be trying new things or approaching like fitness if they've never done that before they've got the time there's no pressure there's no judgment it's almost like you're not in a gym you can do a home workout no one's watching you um so it's definitely the time for people to try try out new things um but obviously here we are in another as we were saying earlier it's probably the hardest time it's january january's rubbish anyway let alone in after a year of being in a pandemic um but what I love about your page and your presence is that you're so positive and great at suggesting ways for people to sort of kick lockdown blues and all of that. So what have been the things for you throughout this whole time that have been keeping you sane and would maybe recommend for other people, maybe not fitness related, just in general? Good question. So I don't want to talk about too much about fitness. because I feel like I've done that. So if um, for another thing, I guess, I mean, I think, feel like it has been said quite a lot, but just finding that hobby or I think weekends is what people are finding the hardest because what is the difference between a week and a weekend at the moment? There really isn't. So for me, having something to look forward to at the end of the week, whether that be making up your favourite, I you know, the traditional banana bread, we've all been there. Um, but I think always the weekends are what you need to like have some sort of plan. I would be planning a walk with someone. I like, because everyone needs that connection and that's one thing that we can do. I don't know, when I see someone, I honestly have a different energy afterwards. It's just so refreshing. So that's what I would I mean, recommend depending on if you're able to, I don't know. That's the thing, isn't it? You know, as great as technology is, and I don't know what we would have done without Zoom, but there's nothing like just being with someone physically and, you know, not having a screen in between you. It's just, it's not quite the same, is it? But it does do a good job for now. But looking forward into the positivity of a vaccinated world and hopefully a bit more of a normal 2021, maybe the second half anyway. What are your hopes and dreams for the next year or so? 
goodness, this is a big, big question. I guess I'm not actually thinking too much of like, I know goal setting is great and I've I've always been like that in the past. So I think this is the first year where I haven't put too much pressure on myself in that kind of world. Just continuing what I'm doing. And I think it's just kind of like, obviously I want to build Daily Bailey and make it bigger and better. Um, and just, yeah, I think that's a definite focus for me. I've got another little project on the side, which I can't yet announce. Oh, exciting. Um, I'm super excited for that to build but everything else I kind of feel like whatever everything that comes into my life is always very last minute anyway so I whenever whenever I plan things it always goes a different way yeah literally and I think that's the great thing about the arts industry and the self-employed life is it is so unpredictable compared to those maybe who are in a nine-to-five when day-to-day it's pretty much the same which is great because some people love that stability but I think the wonderful thing about you know chasing your dreams and every day being different is you never know what's around the corner which I think is really exciting and I think for those in the nine to five kind of world and hustle will now realize that kind of work-life balance and I really don't think that many people will be going into work nine to five after this I mean I'm sure there will be some but like I reckon like a three-day week or maybe four-day week kind of vibe it's going to be so beneficial for both ends for those who are in that kind of structured lifestyle and those who are all all over the place I think we're finding that mid ground which I think is super super important because I think also for dancers because our life is all over the place because we can't plan we put so much pressure on ourselves and we get we we get into that burnout without realizing it until it's too late so now we're learning that self-care whereas probably the people in the structured life are thinking more of the self-care but in a different way yeah yeah exactly and it's made everyone put things into perspective I think and on that note has there been anything you've learned about yourself maybe over the past year or so as a result of going through the pretty tough year we've all had? I have definitely grown up a lot more in this past 10 months or however long it's been than I have in in my whole life. That sounds really dramatic. I think it's because the entrepreneur world, however you... I can't say that word. Wow. Entrepreneur. Um, that kind of... That brain, I guess, or that kind of thing. I'm, I'm learning so much in that world at the moment because you always don't know what you're doing. You just take it as it comes and get advice from as many people as possible but that I think is Mm. kind of showing me how you if you feel like you can't do something or feel like it's kind of out of reach it really isn't and no matter if someone owns a multi-billion company they're still a person they're still they still learn the same way as you there's nothing really that separates you to them they just got more experience because they've done it so I think I've just learned more I guess just do it and just don't worry about I feel like also because we some people feel like obviously we've wasted a year of our lives and that wasted kind of vibe turn that on its head and say right this is going to be your kind of fuel to the fire and no matter what hits you when you get out you're going to take it and you're going to smash it because you feel like you have to make the most of that opportunity because we haven't had that for a year so I really feel like I have grown up in that mindset of just take it grab it and do the best you can don't worry about the mistakes don't worry about if you don't know what you're doing because most people don't know what they're doing it's been very valuable definitely it's all about taking risks and I think coming from a performing arts background 
naturally we are all perfectionists and we think well we can't do anything or put anything out there unless it's perfect and I'll be really happy with it and it's like no sometimes you have to just throw caution to the wind take the risk and it will pay off in the end definitely example is that um that my daily bailey website for instance like I'm not a website designer in the slightest and I only had a website for my portfolio you know what we have on our little like show reels singing reels all that jazz and I was like right I want to do this as quickly as possible because I want to keep the momentum going so I was like right I'm just going to just do a little hack out around this website I already have and just try and make it as good as it can be and it worked it worked I mean it's not perfect at all and I'm getting it all redone properly because there are things that I are out of my league because I'm not a website whiz kid but um it's been amazing to show that people don't really care they don't really care as long as the content that you're producing is something that they're interested in you can you can promote things you can you're building that well I guess for me it's different because it's a personal connection more so because I've been it's because of Instagram all that kind of vibe but I feel like that just proves that people actually don't expect as much as you think you always think that they want a perfect clean slate the rough edges is what makes people interested. Exactly, and you've got to give these things a go. And just, you pick up so many skills on the way. It's all about what you learn on the journey. And I think especially for those in the arts industry at the moment, we're all, we've all got time to explore other skills and gain skills, which otherwise we wouldn't have. And I think everyone who is a performer now, I think the stuff that they're setting up now is going to be so beneficial because we're not always in a job. And if even if it's not something that's making money as such, but like something that just gets your mind off it. So when you're in like a dance job or in that theatre job, you have something during the day to work on. I feel like so many people just also get into that bad kind of routine of waking up at midday because they're not doing a show until the evening. They don't really know what they're doing. They're eating rubbish food. So I feel like that, I think, is going to change and hopefully will motivate people in a different way. But like you say, who knows when this theatre malarkey is going to work? But as long as you're doing something now that you're finding some sort of motivation or some sort of achievement, I think that's what we all love, that achievement. Like when you're on stage, there's no feeling like it. But we can always do something that's still benefiting ourselves I feel like we're progressing I think if each day is the same it's very hard to progress you do have to just find that inner strength inner passion and just roll with it use this time to be as creative as possible like we are all creative artists at the end of the day like that's why it's so interesting to see what everyone's doing and what their side hustle is because sometimes people don't talk about that yeah it's given people an opportunity to focus on other things hasn't it which I think is healthy yeah absolutely absolutely I think like you say I think we're so we're going to be a lot better and a lot what's the word have longevity when this is all over 100% Well, I don't know about you, but I definitely had a newfound motivation after our chat. It was so great to speak with Rhiannon. Be sure to check out her page, Rhiannon C. Bailey on Instagram, where you can get more of an insight into the wonderful world of Daily Bailey. And yeah, thank you so much to Rhiannon for coming on the podcast. And watch this space for a brand new episode coming out next week with another fantastic guest. So be sure to subscribe and I'll see you then. (music) 